0: The Cyclops Greek mythology's round eye creature from ancient legends. They are known from famous tales such as the Odyssey where the protagonist, Odysseus, blinds a Cyclops to escape imminent death and live to see another day. In modern times, you may picture the Cyclops as the cool glasses wearing, optic blasting, skilled fighting, Scott Summers of the X-Men series. So what happens when the Cyclops leaves the Mediterranean climate of Greece and migrate to the tropical weather of the Philippines. My name is John Consignado, and welcome to Kaba. Cyclops are giant creatures known most notably for their single eye in the center of their forehead. Ancient tales associate these creatures to being sons of gods, such as Poseidon, the god of the sea, Uranus, god of the sky, and Gaia, the goddess of the earth. Legend also has it that the Cyclops were credited for the creation of the city walls of early civilizations such as the Mycenaeans. This brings us to the Bungisngis, Philippines version of the Cyclops. The Bungisngis was said to be found in the central Luzon region of the Philippines in Bataan. Bataan was the site of the famous Bataan Death March where thousands of Filipino and American soldiers were forced to march by the Japanese army until they ultimately perished during World War II. The meaning of bungisngis derives from the Tagalog word "nisi," which translates to giggle, which the creature is known for having a distinctive laugh. While the cyclops was generally known for their single eye feature, the bungisngis takes the look and spices it up a little more. Bungisngis was known to have giant sharp teeth, accompanied with tusks that resembles those of the magnificent African elephants. Bungisngis was renowned for its brute strength and intimidating features. It was said that they hunt water buffaloes or carabaos by grabbing them by the horns and slamming them to the ground with great force and power. Stories, however, portray them as creatures that are easily outwitted. The Bungisngis was part of a folktale. The three friends, the monkey, the dog, and the carabao, and the story reads as this. Once there lived three friends, a monkey, a dog, and a carabao. They were getting tired of city life, so they decided to go to the country to hunt. They took along with them rice, meat, and some kitchen utensils. The first day, the carabao was left at home to cook the food so that his two companions might have something to eat when they returned from the hunt. After the monkey and the dog had departed, the carabao began to fry the meat. Unfortunately, the noise of the frying was heard by the bunisquis in the forest. Seeing this chance to fill his stomach, the Bungisngis went up to the carabao and said, Well, friend, I see that you have prepared food for me. For an answer, the carabao made a furious attack on him. The Bungisgis was angered by the carabao's lack of hospitality. Seizing him by the horn, threw him knee-deep into the earth. Then, the Bungisgis ate up all the food and disappeared. When the monkey and the dog came home, they saw that everything was in disorder and found their friend sunk knee-deep in the ground. The carabao informed them that a big strong man had come and beaten him in the fight. The three then cooked their food. The Bugisngis saw them cooking, but he did not dare attack all three of them at once. For in union, there is strength. The next day, the dog was left behind as cook. As soon as the food was ready, the Bugisngis came and spoke to him in the way he had spoken to the carabao. The dog began to snarl. And the Bungisngis, taking offense, threw him down. The dog could not cry to his companions for help. Or if he did, the bungisnis would certainly kill him. So he retired to the corner of the room and watched his unwelcome guests eat all of the food. Soon after the bungisnis' departure, the monkey and the carabao returned. They were angry to learn that the bungisnis had been there again. The next day, the monkey was cooked. But before cooking, he made a pitfall in front of the stove. After putting away enough food for his companions and himself, he put the rice on the stove. When the bungisngis came, the monkey said very politely, Sir, you have come just in time. The food is ready, and I hope you'll compliment me by accepting it. The bungisngis gladly accepted the offer, and after sitting down in a chair, began to devour the food. The monkey took hold off the leg of the chair, gave a jerk, and sent his guest tumbling into the pit then filled the pit with earth so that the Bungisngis was buried with no solemnity. When the monkey's companions arrived, they asked about the Bungisngis. At first, the monkey was not inclined to tell them what had happened. But, on being urged and urged by them, he finally said that the Bungisngis was buried there in front of the stove. His foolish companions, curious, began to dig up the grave. Unfortunately, the Bungisngis was still alive. Jumped out. And killed the dog and lamed the carabao. But the monkey climbed up a tree and so escaped. One day, while the monkey was wandering in the forest, he saw a beehive on top of a vine. Now I'll certainly kill you, said someone coming towards the monkey. Turning around, the monkey saw the bungisgis. Spare me, he said, and I will give up my place to you. The king has appointed me to ring each hour of the day that bell up there, pointing out to the top of the vine. Alright, I accept the position, said the Bugisnius. Stay here while I find out what time it is, said the monkey. The monkey had been gone for a long time, and the Bugisnius became impatient, pulled the vine. The bees immediately buzzed about him, and punished him for his curiosity, Badden with pain, The Dabungisngis went in search of the monkey and found him playing with a boa constrictor. You villain, I'll not hear any excuses from you. You shall certainly die, he said. Don't kill me, and I will give you this belt which the king has given me, pleaded the monkey. Now the Dabungisngis was pleased with the beautiful colors of the belt and wanted to possess it. So he said to the monkey, Put the belt around me, then and we shall be friends. The monkey placed the boa constrictor around the body of the Bungisgis. Then he pinched the boa, which soon made an end of his enemy. Kabah was researched, narrated, and produced by me, John Consignado. Thank you for listening, and be sure to take a look to your left, and to your right, and keep a light on at night. See you next time.